there's like a a wave of like you know that one scene from Thor Ragnarok where he's in the chair <laughs> like that's what it felt like in my mind of everything this these visuals happening <laughs> I think the best way to like survive then thrive in LA is like live well below your means and yeah and most of my shit's getting downgraded as soon as I move there well below your means and then uh, I think that's it <laughs> struggle bus struggle bus you, 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 you're gonna take a ride in the struggle bus no matter what yeah cause especially if you're pursuing the entertainment industry if, I don't know if you're going in uh, Q what, what, what part of the entertainment industry are you trying to go into video ed- film editing are you, the, are you uh, production or talent yeah, yeah. production post production are you gonna be lighting costume <laughs> hair makeup yeah so yeah so with, with that with that part of the hustle you're just it's just a given you're gonna have to live below your means there's just a whole process getting into it so yeah filming and directing oh okay okay so that's even going to be harder mm-hmm. if you're if you're going into filming and directing because i mean obviously a lot of people are trying to produce their own stuff i would say i don't know if you're in school or if you're out of or if you're out of school already and just wait and just waiting to make the move and i don't know if you're doing this already but start directing and filming your own stuff as much as possible because mm-hmm. the only way you're going to get looked at especially in the realm of the online world or whatnot start filming mm-hmm. and creating your own short films and i'm pretty sure you're doing it would it be good already. to like have like a network of like creatives that could help you out like that could help you out like like with you like you have technically like a network of like creative people like you have joey as your, your dp you have noel well it's your company well, too the benefit, but like they're also your friends that's the benefit of, of being in school because you have that yeah. network already that's like true you, you can have someone who to be the so be nice be the, <laughs> yeah so that's essentially be nice your school school's already your networking yeah. opportunity but also like filming and directing I, it's one of those things is i forgot who, who who i forgot who was fuck who was it was it edgar wright or wes anderson like either way two different uh, styles but <laughs> like, but either way before they even got into school they were already trying to f- direct and film so to if you want to do the filming and the directing do the filming and directing produce a body work doesn't matter if it's if it's like blockbuster but if whatever concept if you look at these like king batch man he was i know he was in vine and then on all that whatnot he was clear he was trying to go with comedy now he's an actor mm-hmm. just start producing stuff that's relevant to the industry you're trying to get in so film whatever shorts it is scary mm-hmm. drama comedy try to have some try to have a little bit of <laughs> range mm-hmm. uh, that way you can also put that together in your reel even if it's not for a grade mm-hmm. what do you call it you'll have a body of work because people are going to want to see demo reels you're going to see uh, want to see range and it also depends uh, like if you're trying to focus on a sp- particular niche if it's horror what are the different ways you can film horror or the different or music videos or, 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 or music videos yeah like how would you do uh, a pops a pop artist a rap artist to a, a rock artist and you know putting together treatments all these plans mm. that, yeah just like do the thing <laughs> you're essentially way. coaching like members of temper tantrum that want to pitch kind of like yeah. the same thing yeah that's what i'm doing with yeah my dance company i'm, I'm, I'm te- teaching them how to get ready to what max what max just said but don't wait to come to la or any other place to start, start doing it now start doing the i don't thing. know where you are but do it now yeah just have it ready 
even though you know you might feel embarrassed about it at least it's done at least you created something and you never and, know until you put it out yeah because because there's people that are just gonna that'll be like oh i'm an aspiring director what have you directed you haven't done anything <laughs> aspiring doesn't mean you haven't done anything yet yeah like so. the, the term aspiring director or aspiring anything like if i say i'm an aspiring dancer if i still dance that means i just haven't broken into the industry yet that's a fair point yeah like it's, I, but it's, i'm still dancing but not but you know let's pretend i am be an aspiring director that has a body of work and who's oh, who's with a resume in, put it who's putting in the reps you mm-hmm. don't necessarily have to wait for your big break from a production company to start mm-hmm. directing start yeah. creating something with your friends and family or whoever is down within your network mm-hmm. and uh, start start trying to make because yeah. who knows that what do you call it i mean well who is it the russo brothers the directors of infinity war and endgame they directed. Uh, they also helmed community they directed community you know and this, and this is just an example like this is a very they went from the small screen to a, the mcu it's a sitcom like essentially mm-hmm. like that community um, i don't know art. if you've seen it but the way they directed it that and then the people in marvel they saw they saw how they were well with action scenes and ensemble which is yeah because they did everything in community the first season first two seasons and then so which is what led them to directing winter soldier i think winter soldier uh, first and then uh, then infinity war and endgame so mm-hmm. it's uh, what was the question so have evidence for what i can do so i can do yes exactly so you can you can because then it'll be like oh if you even going to the example of like different genres like mm-hmm. horror comedy uh, sitcom whatever it is if people are able to see that and they might be able to see see like oh i like how you handle like h- how you handled these certain aspects in this horror genre i want you mm-hmm. to translate that for our script yeah or same thing with a sitcom like there might be a, a, a way you direct a, a way you film that is something that someone's looking for but people aren't gonna see that if you don't have no, anything to show for I'm like a good example for that like in in just in pop culture, like in community, Abed, he started, you know, like being a student of film, like in community college, it wasn't really film school, but it was, he was a film major of sorts, but he was directing all these things already as a student in a community college. Mm-hmm. Like he was just doing all these things. So there's a lot of like Abed films already before, you know, like he would eventually become a famous director in the future. Yeah. How do you work? How do you, you work? You, the work started shitty. And then it, you know, eventually, work got better and it yeah. showed it throughout the series too the work started getting better like he was getting better at editing he was getting better doing this like obviously he was doing the whole thing himself and then yeah. now he's like filming documentaries with a team now yeah so like it, it embrace the suck embrace the gonna, suck it, oh you've said this a lot yeah because it's gonna it's, what do you call it? it's like the equivalent of like someone going to the gym for the first time like it's gonna be it's gonna be terrible like you're you're not gonna do you're probably not gonna do that many reps or whatever i don't know the, but the more you keep at it, the stronger you get. And it's the same thing. Being a, a director and a filmmaker is a muscle. The more you do it, the better you get. Cause now you're- Anything creative really. Yeah. Cause now you're developing your eye. Uh, you're developing your own, t- your own sense of taste, which is what's going to help stand you out. Because I feel like, especially for me when I like go, uh, when I first started trying to direct or even going to that example of dance choreograph, I would try to imitate some of my favorites, which mm-hmm. is good. Cause you, it, cause one you, you, that you like them for a reason you like for example you like how spielberg directed something or you like how lucas or whoever directed kubrick something. or whatever or yeah Q- oh my god so good 
uh, Wes Anderson, how they directed something. And you want to try to take that into your own, like, and you're using this buffet of knowledge and you're kind of in the beginning, you're like, oh yeah, they did this, they did this, they did this. And eventually it becomes an amalgam of your, of you, because through all that of experimentation and play, you become like, you find your own style. Yeah. Like, you know, like the, your first film could be like a sad attempt of like, oh, this, this looks exactly, you know, you were trying to do an, an Edgar Wright style cut or whatever, or like, oh. or, you know, the Wes Anderson framing like and very, like very and all that. symmetrical, very symmetrical yeah. kind of pastel colors, if you can yeah. help it. But like, you know, you, you're trying to do that, like for like this shot and you can really sound like Anderson, right? Kubrick, but like, uh, you know, like as you keep going, you develop your own. So you're like, oh, that's Q. Mm-hmm. Like now you have your own style, like, yeah. but that, that'll take fucking years, man. How do you think that, like, how, how do you think they got there? I mean, I, I, <laughs> how do I you think, think those old fogies got there? I think inspiration is a great place for your foundation. I think it's like, yeah. obviously like there's a technical aspects in filmmaking, you know, the right lens, the right lighting, all that, the very, very technical sense. But in terms of style, I think it's a great, and using your inspiration, your idols, so to speak, mm-hmm. can help, can be a good place because especially, for example, if you want, if using a bunch to, of inspiration to create a good foundation. Yes. Yeah. So if you want to, this is an exercise I, I, I think I did when I was writing notes, something, but I would do something like the same thing just so I can understand the thought process of it. Like say, for example, like Spielberg does his famous L shot, like he's just here and then, and then like the character's running here, like running, 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 and then he runs to the screen. It's like he's boom and then boom. And then I started using that for myself. It's like, okay, in theory, I get it. Now let's mm-hmm. put it into practice. I would do it for when I'm just vlogging, I'm just following someone. And then as they're coming in too closer, coming in closer, I would do it. And I was like, oh, I realize the power of this. Now I understand the, how it I, conveys how I can this, this. It conveys that. As a, as a tool. Yeah. Like so everybody knows and everybody loves a good Dutch angle, but like you got to apply, apply it properly. Yeah. because You can't a, just Dutch angle everything. And there's been yes yeah, certain things I, like we've seen. This is like, why is there a Dutch here? Like it's supposed mm-hmm. to, it's, it's the Dutch just, angle supposed to convey like some sort of like, confusion or like, or like uh, shock yeah. to the sense. Like this is weird. Yeah. Like, so why like, is this Dutched? Yeah. And I'm not even a film student. I just know it because I'm just like, I love a good Dutch angle. What was a it? Dutch oven. Uh, <laughs> uh, I use a Dutch oven to make, I use a Dutch oven to make sourdough bread. <laughs> oh, that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> it's a big cast iron pot. Oh. Dutch oven. Okay. Yeah. But. I mean, it, it, that's what it does. Like, it, it keeps the air and the gas and not the gas like the air i guess and like the heat in and surrounding it so that's essentially a dutch oven because you're you're farting into a blanket and you're trapping in it. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> i did fair. not want to be a sourdough bread i was like gonna say who yeah, was it a dutch angle i love the dutch angle but like also like you know i've seen people attempt the aaron sorkin walk and talk shots west wing yeah so definitely like you your inspiration of like who you like who you would like to imitate try to do that a little bit obviously yeah. like people not gonna are gonna tell talk. you who just like, find yours yeah, yeah like, like people are gonna say like oh you're do, you're doing like oh you're trying to be like xyz and like that can almost be like a compliment because it's like mm-hmm. yeah i'm trying to be a student of him and i don't have exact direct access on, under him but i might as well try to imitate this to get an idea of these shots or even- if somebody said to me that like if i filmed someone like walking and talking at the same time and it looked good and they were like sork it i'd be like thank you 
<laughs> like my first uh, my film with uh temper tantrum like the first one let's shake it out it was very it was wes anderson inspired mm-hmm. like the, at least the sta- establishing shots it yeah. was like very like symmetrical, symmetrical kind of the color grading color, the color grading was very like, like slightly desaturated desa- color but grading. also exaggerated but also br- vibrant it's like you took the desaturation wheel down and the vibrance up yeah that's, what I, that's, uh, that's how i edit pictures so, so um because i wanted to because i've never really done something like that so i really wanted to experiment with that style mm-hmm. so and then i'm not gonna lie that show is fucking hard because I feel yeah. like I was overthinking every part of the process in the grading, in the shots. But eventually mm-hmm. you get to, I guess you get to a point where you feel satisfied. But there's mm-hmm. always going to be, there's always going to be a nagging feeling that you could do it a little better. But yeah. if you, if, but if you, if you continue to listen to that, you're never going to finish. But yeah, I was, I feel, I felt pretty good with that one. I think one thing that's de- that, that has definitely helped me out in a lot of the filming ha- is uh, pre-production. Yeah, that's helped me so much. Like I storyboard the shit out of everything. I do as many test shots as well. I you're can. extra as hell, and you like go into Maya and try to animate these. Oh so, yeah, well yeah, because it will yeah previs. So Pre- I, I try previs, to I, yeah. I try to do that because I then I can so then I can, at least I can see something tangible in my head. Does this does this movement work? Does the timing work? Um, then also you can be like, oh, this is how we need to set up. You know, this is how this camera needs to be set up, like the yeah, with like that, lenses that, and everything. That's where like the te- the test shots come in. Okay, this is like like when I was doing the checking out the rain room. Okay, this is what it looks like on a thirty five. This is fifty mm-hmm. on an eighteen, just to make sure that's Important. the the part that makes me anxious. I think the most is is the shoot day, shoot day. because there's so many variables that can go wrong. And, you know, and then you just, you can plan for as many things and things will still go wrong. So much more can go but wrong. But to, miti- to, if you can mitigate it as much as possible and limit it even better, which is why yeah. I, I love pre-production. Yeah. Let's I, pretend and, there's a finite number of things that can go wrong on a certain shoot day. Let's say there's 15 things that can go wrong. At least plan for 10. Yeah, like for me, like if we will not show up on set if the story is not is not set if there's no shot list if there's no like priority of like what we're trying to shoot first if if there's no preparation at all like we're not we're not going to do any of that like which is why like storyboarding helps us figure out the timing of how the story is going to be paced out and also it helps with you know essentially being able to work within the restricted t- schedule that you have because of covid like obviously this was you know like especially pre vaccinations yeah, um, like, like you had to be like, you know, one day rehearsal, one day of filming, done. Yeah, like That's with, with the, these these past three short uh, shorts that I don't film with temper tantrum, like, I feel like, well, they, we only had one rehearsal and one shoot day. That's it. We had to get it done. And a, a lot of it was in very short amount of time. Yeah. Like, um, what was it like 28 for, counts in like for <laughs> three donut, hours? For Donut Life Museum, that was like a seven about a seven minute thing and we only had four hours to film everything so and then with body positivity since we had more control it's a six hour shoot but there's still so much like storyboarding mm-hmm. helps test shots help a lot because then you so scouting like, it helps like scouting the location helps and it like if you have a specific spot like this this is just me like i have a specific spot and then i try and i have a friend who's there and i i, I 
test like the different lens I lens stand I over want. there. Like stand over there, and I I'm like literally saying like, all right, we're gonna. I'm gonna. I, I'm saying it out loud. Okay, this is what they look like on a 15, on a 35, and then just having those decisions. You're taking your verbal notes and you're like watching it back, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, and then I go back to it, and then on mm -hmm. my storyboard, I like I I make a note like we're shooting this in 35, we're shooting this in 55 or 50. <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, like using a 50, using the this yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> or you're doing uh 15 here. Uh, mm -hmm. Here we're doing uh friggin a fake drone shot with a, on a monopod. <laughs> Back to Bo, Bo Burnham very quickly. There's a, there's a, there was a, like a quick flash of a thing where he was sitting there, cameras right here. Let's pretend this is a fucking measuring tape. He's literally measuring where he is oh, to yeah. the camera. Cause then if he has to like do a reshoot, he knows exactly where to sit, where to yeah. put the camera and, so I mean, and how far it has to be. So he stays in focus and everything. Yeah. So then, Test shots and if and if you have experience, I don't have experience in lighting, but if you have a good DP who understands, yeah, if you have a good DP who understands lighting and uh, or even better like the types of lenses, like that definitely helps as well. Because I am not the best at lighting, I understand it, but like my friend and DP Joey, he was definitely a huge help uh, in setting that. But you know, at the end of the day, like. I don't think a director has to know everything. You don't have to know the lenses. Like, I think that's the DP's job. Like, mm -hmm. he wants this to happen. He wants a wide, well, we're gonna switch to yeah. this. And they, they, he wants- It helps know, that you know, but you don't But if to. you're, I think since like the, I, I view the director as almost like the CEO in a sense of the whole film. So it, it just makes sense to understand the process and to understand the craft. That way you're not like underestimating or, or un whatever the overwhelmed. position yeah or overwhelmed but it does yeah. help to understand the the okay. process i mean yeah, I, here's the thing like I, i'm not a director i never will be and never wanted to be but like with anything like winging it is a fun exercise like when dancing freestyling is a fun it's, exercise it's good of, for running gun yeah good for any like in filming like in filming terms it's good for like a run and gun but like if you're really like if you want to break into that industry start planning <laughs> yeah like like story like the, the storyboard at least the, the the thing with storyboarding is that it, it it allows you to or even having a shot list mm. it allows you to have every potential scenario of what you want to shoot yeah and then when it comes shoot to shoot day like at least you have all your bases covered for if you're filming for a client mm. i don't know if you're yeah. doing a product, product video you'll have your bases covered like all right do you know just a slow like a nice slow-mo right here do a random dutch angle because that's what fucking works on instagram <laughs> you know, a, like this, this like a, spinning thing like woo. yeah doing a, do a, i'm forgetting my terms but i'm doing extreme close-up here to get, you have all that covered if you have a shot mm -hmm. list yeah and if you get through your shot list you can and or you know this is what often happens on set is like oh that was a better idea than what i had you can you can kind of do something else because uh, one you're you, you at least your bases are covered and you won't feel like you're missing something. And at the same time, it gives you that freedom to kind of experiment. Because if, yeah. if this experiment doesn't work, you also, you always have your shot list to fall back on. Yeah. Like I have, a, so like, you know, where, like where I work, like we don't have like a dedicated like videographer or whatever, I guess that ends up being me. So like, you know, like I don't storyboard for that, but like I at least, have a shot list that like, I don't share it with anyone. It's just me. Like I have a shot list for me as like my notes. So on the day of the shoot or whatever, I know exactly what I need to take 
like you know like do i need i need b-roll of this i need this doing this i need this person waving from the top of the balcony at me or whatever like and then the rest of it i can kind of wing but at least i am in the location i need to be or like at least i have the the shot set up the way i need it to be and they can do whatever the fuck they want i guess some of it i can fix in post but like you know i i'll do as much as i can in pre or during yeah like it you know it's not a habit a lot of people do like people have like obviously like they don't have that they're just like oh, i'm gonna go in there and film things and they go in their phone like whatever like at this point film with your iphone please don't touch the camera but don't touch do not touch <laughs> but like you know they'll, they'll they'll like film with your phone it's fine you have this pretty decent camera on that iphone and you know they'll just go in and they i set this like you know especially because like my job is currently in the process of expanding the facility so you know they were essentially documenting it and you know like putting it out for people and we're like yeah we're excited and we're you know like i'm like you know we're filming this whole thing and there's like different shoot days because there's only a limited time where we can be there because it's a construction area like there's only a limited time we can all be there I and mean, we want we don't want a lot of people gathering at the same time because the optics don't look good with covid yeah. so we're trying to like do all this stuff and my shoot days because like i couldn't do every day i didn't want to do every day but like my shoot days like we're set i had set aside two hours 30 minutes done in 30 minutes i was yeah, able I, to just I, go get boba and go home yeah I, I, like a fuck good, around a good plan can save you lot, lots of time and stress because yeah because it's just like oh hey you i need you over there do that and you know like let's say i'm in there and i'm like oh shit that would have been a good shot wait you get over here do the thing over there i also i also like, know there's some directors that prefer like not coming with a storyboard and you just do a million takes that stress isn't like i, I get if that works for them that that's yeah cool. i didn't want to do that that stresses <laughs> like, me like, out because like now like going into the into editing you're like how many yeah. you have to review like 20 takes of one well, especially scene if you have to edit it yourself too like i yeah. had to edit it i'm like i already know what i want like maybe there's a there was a cute shot there and i'm like you know what i can sneak that in that's fine but like i'm not going to take 50 million shots of these people doing the exact same things in all these other locations i'm like no i need you to go into the empty pool and do this little weird swim thing that you were doing earlier yeah, and that's, that's it. Like, do you want yeah. me to do it somewhere else? No. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Like I, I limit, I try to limit everything to like three takes. Cause I almost feel like if you, if you give people that kind of like that scarcity, mm-hmm. like I, they have, they have to like, they will perform. Right. They will perform because now there's like this, this pressure. Like yeah. if for me on my, like for me, if I don't see, think it's good, I'll be like, all right, we'll do right one more. And yeah. then one more for safety. Yeah, because I can. Like, I think we got it. One word for safety. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. Q, if you got any questions, feel free to let me know. So, yeah. so uh, the upcoming film uh, that we're releasing for Temper Tantrum, well, I'll be releasing the. Well, this one isn't storyboards, but it's previs. Doing it stresses him out, but he loves talking about it. <laughs> no, <What>? you. <laughs> like doing, the doing the thing stresses is, you out, but it's a good kind of stress. It is out. very stressful. It's a good kind of stressed out though, because then it's rewarding because you're still doing something that you like. Yeah, because once do. it's done, it's like, oh. I mean, that's my job. It's like you know, I'm like doing all the like, I'm like they're giving me more like creative license and all these things that they want. Like I'm getting frustrated because they suck <laughs> as managers. <laughs> they suck as project managers, and you know, flexible deadlines are like killing me. And 
you know, it's just like, oh, something's due on Friday. JK, it's tomorrow. What? Oh, God. <laughs> and then my priorities are all like, Rrr. but anyway, like, you know, I'll complain about it at the end of the day. I'm still doing what I like to do. Would I rather be getting paid more? Sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm still doing what I like doing, finally. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, you just bounce off that. It is stressful planning everything out because it's like, you. I, it's, for me, I, I get into this mode of like, this better be fucking good. <laughs> like, but like one of the things I've learned from this guy named Tim Ferriss, just like do shit pages, get, just get it done. Cause you can always just get it, get the feeling of, of completion and then change it up. Like, and then I, I like his perspective of like, when you do your rough drafts, do a, a draft for, that you would like do a draft for your friends and family, like as if in the perspective of that, and do do a last draft of someone who hates your shit. They're covering multiple bases. So mm-hmm. like, okay, I, this is what I would like. Cool, I'm satisfied. What about my friends and family? What's their perspective? Oh, they would call this out. Cool, what about the people who are just gonna complete assholes? Oh, they're gonna call this out. That way yeah. you try to as foolproof as much as you can mm-hmm. with your draft. Yeah, and critic proof you know, it. <laughs> yeah. As much uh, as you can. So a question, uh, you asked, did you guys self-teach yourself, uh, self-teach yourselves with film? I love movies. I love shows. I love things that are put on film. I just know the technical aspects by just researching out. I'm like, I'm not really like, I'm not trying to direct anything. I Whatever. That's you. have been filming since I was a kid. Ever since I saw my dad bring like one of the huge ass things, I and then, then, then when I can get my <laughs> when when I can finally start using a uh, a DV cam, I, I was mm-hmm. I've been filming since I was in seventh grade, it, when I was a skater. I wanted to I would edit on VHS tapes, and then that that's where I learned trying uh, to double to uh, like I've said I feel like I've said sorry a lot, but I'm sure it again for those of you guys listening never to this on YouTube, it. but <laughs> you like uh, two VHS tapes. I would literally, and I would, and I, this is me as a kid figuring this out. Like I would connect the, my PlayStation one to one of the VHS players and one would be the source. One would be for recording and I would edit it and I would try to time. Oh my God. The time, how stressful it was to perfectly time a random song from my PlayStation one. Just normally an anime intro to this, to this, <laughs> to this VHS play to this our skate video oh my god i i think what i would do is like i would edit what i oh my god i would try to edit the cut from the from the dv cam directly to my vhs it was just like yeah i was just it was a pain in the ass but i remember being so obsessed with it as a kid but at the same time i was also very obsessed with managing my skate crew trying to make sure that we were all crew i was trying i was designing stickers and ready to make mm-hmm. shirts so you just like, wanted was, you wanted to be a, a fucking production company from the get-go you wanted like, to be a production house yeah the the, that's what i was doing as a, as a kid but then as further along i was like doing uh, comic books and then yeah you and then i went to, and then i went to school for for animation so that's where they they taught me a lot of the anatomy of film they, and part of the animation curriculum is that we also had to learn how to act. So we had to does like we had to take an acting class. So I got to one get the aspect of learning how to be a character for you know whatever character we we're going to animate, and two I got to understand like why certain things 
are still part of the film meta mm -hmm. and why it's also implemented in, in, in animated films. Because of all this, like part of the classes where we have to know how to storyboard. One of my exercises, yeah, going to like the drawing, one of my the storyboarding exercises, one of my, I think quarter midterms or whatever, like one of our things was to get a commercial and storyboard the whole thing. Like, like you, you, you have to redraw the storyboard because he wanted you to understand like why they took, took these shots and why they did that. Or just to get to, into the act, the process of storyboarding. I don't remember. I didn't learn jack shit from that exercise. <laughs> I just remember, I just remember being stressed because I was overly ambitious with this fucking ad. How did you pick? Do you remember? But it was a soccer ad. Oh, okay. I think it was a Nike soccer ad, but what, what it, what I took away from that was like how well, like if I can storyboard and plan it, even if the, the drawing is shit, mm -hmm. as long as you can understand the timing, you can understand what the story is being told without mm -hmm. having to explain it. It's, it, it's doing its job, but it was stressful. I hated it. <laughs> but, I think there was one time I was trying to explain a shot that I was talking about. I was like, oh, it wouldn't be like, you know, it would be cool if we had a shot like this. And I was explaining it. I'm like, I'm like, you know, so-and-so would be in the foreground and blah, 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 with the background. And then I'll, you know, I'll myself, like, I'll work my lens to like, you know, do all focusing and like panning and everything. They were like, I don't get it. I literally took like a piece of paper and like a pencil and I was like, so drew stick figures. I'm like, okay, so so-and-so is going to be here. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly. And they're why. gonna be here. I'm like, am I storyboarding? Is this is it? Is this kind of yeah? Like that, that's essentially why. Like I I like the storyboarding and I like doing treatments because people are visual. Like they're not. If, mm. if I try to explain to you my idea, mm. like if, especially if it's high concept or if, it, if there's a lot of details that go into it. Oh, imagine this lighting and this person doing this. This person. There's only so much a person can remember at that exact mm -hmm. moment for the scene you're trying to draw if you just save the save their mental energy through a drawing yeah or through a visual through a design they'll especially when you start connected. doing when you start doing previs it's just like oh and then and they they get because you can because obviously with your experience you can like you know you can make those assets actually convey the emotion you're trying to be like oh she's gonna be pissed off here yeah and that's i guess one of the reasons i think the, the pre-production part on that end is important because like one like i said timing but two like the you can show the visual part like what max was mm -hmm. saying like through the emotions uh, if there's less takes to too yeah and less takes as if you less guesswork yeah. yeah to take classes like that oh they, they they're great but the thing is i honestly think you can have better you can learn everything we're talking about right now on youtube yeah especially now that's what in i 2021 think. <laughs> i think you can learn fantastic storyboarding you know ways of uh, techniques and whatnot on youtube um, if you want some guidance udemy <laughs> and there's also udemy or even or skillshare. skillshare yeah like there's those ways because uh that's honestly how i feel like about uh, half the things i learned the, the, the only difference i think the biggest benefit i think of being in school like i said is the network you have right now so whoever your friend whoever you is in your class whatever classes you are and start collabing <laughs> collaborate as much as you can stay in contact because when i was working in the animation industry hell a lot of my stuff for filming and dance like have been majority friends like like i got i got my first job outside of my internship from my friend because 
they happen to be part of HR there. Then they, <laughs> and I got then, a job in New York City. I, I, I could have gotten a <laughs> but job. That was, at, but that was, City. but you were but like, I was high, referred I was by a friend. Yeah, but right? I was referred to in, both, the, both the, the New York job. Ref, yeah, yeah, both of them. Yeah. So you were hired first. <laughs> yeah, I was hired there first. So, um, so that, <laughs> so that's how, that's why I see the benefit of college is like, you have that network. Cause I think speaker, I've always seen college as more of a networking thing as yeah. a learn, as opposed to a learning thing. Yeah. And like, I also mean, like, yeah, learn things, but at that point you should be slightly knowledgeable of what you wanted to do. That's yeah, why you chose that as a major. And one thing uh, uh, aside from it is like, aside from what you're currently learning in, like in school, like my friends who are studying animation with me, they were taking, they were doing all this extra shit to get better at it. So it's like the learning outside of the learning and actually putting it again, practice, creating the thing to show off the thing. <laughs> so yeah, this has been <laughs> enlightening even for me and I'm not even trying to be in the film industry. <laughs> Watch you. <laughs> no, you're helping me Absolutely on set. Absolutely not. You're Absolutely helping me fucking, on set. I'm getting you coffee. Yeah. You're helping me on. You're, you're helping. I'm getting you coffee. No, or you're I'm gonna, looking, you'll, you'll or you go to the bathroom and I'm like, I'm the one watching the, the yeah, monitor. You'll, I'm you'll, like, be on, you'll be on set photographer. <laughs> you'll be on set photographer. Be around, you're fired. <laughs> Wait, yeah. It, it, uh, if you got any questions, feel free to keep firing away. Here, here's the thing too, like when it comes to like creating the, yeah, I would. I I, re- I started a new Twitter. You resurrected it. Uh, yeah. Well, um, not really resurrected it, but. <laughs> yeah, like, here's how. This is one project that I've been wanting to do for the past few years, but you know what I'm talking about, right, Max? The Lady Gaga one. Oh my God! Yeah. Like I. You need to. You need permits on permits on permits. No, well, I think that's no, no. With that one, I think I can work and make it work. Talking to my old high school coach, that's but cool. so yeah, I have a Lady Gaga project that I have in mind that I've been thinking about it for the past few years. And Three it, years. This. I I think this, I was this, just this. listening to it, and you were like, <gasps> "Yes, you were just listening to it," and it literally, it was like the minute I heard it, I was like, "You started picturing it." There's like a, a wave of like, you know that one scene from Thor Ragnarok where he's in the chair? <laughs> like that's what it felt like in my mind of everything, this these visuals happening. The thing is like- And you were sober. <laughs> this is honestly would be one of my huge like projects that I'd love to do because it's a- It's a huge production. It's like you need background, I, you need- Because I know for sure it would probably be a solid 12 hour day. 12 hour day the thing is like we would have to we're involving a lot of people rentals equipment rentals we're gonna have to like just to, we're gonna need the high school we'll gym we, we need to make the high school gym look like it's a homecoming dance while simultaneously so there's gonna be set. a separate crew set design and all that set stuff design. so the, we have to have all the people do that while simultaneously we're filming outside and uh, <laughs> just i thought of that just is stressful and then I mean, yeah, if you really want to make good use of the day, like film yeah. inside and outside simultaneously. No, well, no, because like the final scene really? is in the is in the oh. gym. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the final scene is in the gym, and it needs to. It's it's essentially like a prom homecoming ending. But the, so you're the, you're over there being director, watching the monitors or like while the, the shots while, outside. While the people, well, yeah. The people 
because we're I'm assuming that we're gonna well we're gonna be filming the last scene at night mm-hmm. where that where the dance is gonna be at yeah you know and because I just because it just makes sense to just kill three birds in one song because establishing shots in there act two is in there well the two thirds of act two is, is in there act three is in the gym and then we would have, just have to do a, a separate shoot day for the beginning of act two which is a, like, essentially like a bedroom scene but like i said the, the, oh, yeah. oh so the, like outside of the high school yeah so that that part seems stressful because and my friend gave me the phone number to my coach to try to coordinate it last month and i and like in my oh, wait, head i told him about it yeah and, and mm-hmm. i didn't tell him about it just like hey can, can you give me uh-huh. our coach's email he's like he sent me her number instead i'm like i and the, today i was i'm gonna call her i didn't call you're her. like literally sitting there because like, it's scary because like part of it is like i i think she i i'm like i i feel positive she'll say yes but also at the same time once that says yes that's a domino of everything that needs you to gotta start get getting ready. Cast, you gotta get up. Once that happens, it's like, all right, cool. Like, you I'm gotta in, choreograph. <laughs> hold on, Chore- got a choreograph, got a storyboard, got to catch them all. Got- <laughs> but like set rehearsal dates, shoot dates. You got more people to work with this time because you need then, your the school's dance team. So, uh, yeah, and then not only that, because it's since there a lot of them are, are minors, like they don't that means they can't be working certain times they can only be working like well I don't know, how many hours i mean I, it's my i don't know if it's still the same way permission as my, slips like permission slips but the whole covid because not because not oh. all minors are like i think it's only 16 and up right now 12 12 and up? okay 12, so, 12. so as long as they're vaccinated i'll be i'll be cool with that because my concern would be being a parent would be like these kids need to be safe mm-hmm. and then so uh, you're gonna do the thing and ask for proof of vaccination. Yeah. So like, and if their parents are like, we're not going to show you, then your kids off the production. Sorry. Yeah. So it's just like, just, I know I'm, I'm one, I'm afraid of the no, because it's like a, what exactly. next? Like, cause now I have to yeah. find different ways to do it. But yeah. Cause that was like the easiest in, like you have, yeah. you, you know, that's your old school. That's your high school. Yeah. Like, you know, the ins and outs of that school. Yeah. And then, and I, I I love the campus. It's just yeah. It's been I forgot. Oh my I god. Forgot, I forgot what school. What, you have uh, a nice campus. We have a nice outside of our campus, but your campus is just nice. I think I think the I I know it's been used in some shows. They uh, use Vic, they used us for Victorious. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and then also the yes because that now is a, in, in easily an avalanche of things that just needs to happen after. And like in my head, I'm like, and I'm, I'm I've been telling myself I should just call her tomorrow, because. <laughs> Part of the reason I'm procrastinating on this is because I don't. Or day off. Is a, yeah. Well, part of the reason I'm procrastinating on this is because there's I don't have a storyboard, but I think the treatment does the job. But me, I'm using my perfectionism. You as being an you. Yeah, I'm using my perfectionism to be an excuse to to not present what is currently there, and I think I feel like I feel like the treatment is enough to share the story. Uh, <laughs> it's just like getting so anxious just thinking, just thinking about it. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. <laughs> do it. I'm gonna bug you tomorrow. Stop texting me. I would say the storyboard then midway through. Yeah. Because I only have I only have up to 
the previs uh, or storyboard like well, they're different. I only have the previs up until the end of Act One. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, you were like kind of working on that like every now and then. You'd like you know be working on something else. And you're like, I'll work on this. I almost feel like since it's my day off tomorrow, I should just work on my own shit. But I'm also trying to be lazy. Because <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know how to take a day off, guys. <laughs> he doesn't know how that works. That's he only true. he only knows how it works when I'm around because I force him to be like that's, here that's, now. That's <laughs> My idea of a day off is just like working on something else, not working on not, clients, not working on not working on client shit. Yeah, exactly. I'll just be just all my own shit. <sighs> Meanwhile, I'm just like, no. Should, should we flip a coin? Should we flip a coin? Do I work on a storyboard or do I call? <laughs> oh wait, I don't have a coin. It's not all a quarter, right. but it's a coin. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right, Tom. So heads? Head, What's heads. Heads I call. Tails I work on the storyboard. Tails are on the storyboard? All right. Oh, God. All right. Ready? Yeah. Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? No, I can't see it. Can you see it? It's heads. It's heads? Heads I call? It's heads. It's heads you call. All right. I'm calling tomorrow. That's how that's how important decisions are made. You yeah. toss a coin <laughs> and let the universe <laughs> speak. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I feel I almost feel more confident. I I actually feel less anxious now. Best out of five. I'm kidding. <laughs> huh? Best <laughs> up to game seven. <laughs> oh, speaking of which. But yeah, it's a. Books. Yeah, like the, the the coin toss, I almost feel like is if there is a god, is like it, this is your opportunity for a yes or no answer yeah. right now. <laughs> you know how I decided on like like on getting the laptop? How? Coin toss. Hey. At the end, I just flipped a coin, and then whatever landed on. And the thing is, no, no, no I flipped a coin. Wait, sorry, what was that? Like instead, you you got cut off. You, you're oh. doing this. Oh yeah, so I was like writing out a pros and cons list, and then for whatever, and then. I just literally crossed everything out, put Y and N on each side of the paper because I had those the stenography pads. Yeah. So it has the line down the middle made yeah. already. So I tossed a coin, but not for heads and tails. Wherever the coin lands is where I'm going. Oh. On you. Damn, the universe speaks or our vibrational no. frequencies were putting out to the universe. Yeah, but I was listening it to twice. Speaks, man. <laughs> I was listening to twice and the, I was listening to twice and the song was yes or yes. Okay. <laughs> Life choices are always made on coin tosses. Yeah. I almost feel like that simplifies so many things, man. That's true though. I mean, what, what like at the beginning of this, what should we talk about first? And I said, I don't know, throw a dart. My uh, my my ex and I did that before. We were just like when we were dating, like we were sitting there, we were just like you know, we knew we wanted to go out to eat instead of like, you know, eating at his folks place again. And the food is blank. I wanted to eat something I liked and I had money. Like I, I that was paid. It was payday. So I had money and I was like, okay, well, we, like, you know, since we both love food, there's like, hey, what do we want? And it's like, you know, if yes, would go to you. I was like, I don't know. What do you want? Like literally it's, it's a legit question. Like, what do you want? I don't know. What do you want? So we literally listed things. Like first we listed categories. Like we wanted Chinese, Japanese, like American or whatever. And then we put it on the dartboard in his parents' basement and just threw a couple of darts and whatever, and whatever, like, you know, slice got landed on the most is the first category. And then we took another piece of paper, wrote down everything from that category, 
put it back on the dartboard and just throw at it. Wow, you went from category to subcategory. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do tomorrow. I should just probably just watch movies all day tomorrow. Just like I, I hard there's so many movies on my list, I just don't have time to like really appreciate it. I was like, you've seen me like I I partition half my watching. Yeah, you like watch like two weeks a film to, and the, you watch a film, me, then you go back to work and then you keep watching again. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm spending I, I, my whole break watching a film. It takes me two, like, to. two weeks to finish a movie. Because I'm like, the, only, the only thing I watch like piecemeal are like YouTube videos, which is shorter than a movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's essentially what I've been I doing. I can watch those with, piecemeal, but I can't watch a movie piecemeal. Yeah, it, it, I, I, I have because you knows my life. Yeah, but I haven't had a. When was the last time? I think just a couple months ago, uh, when I actually planned my days. Did you off. actually sit down and watch yeah, Black Widow like, in one sitting? Yeah, like, oh, I, like shock. once once you were done, I'm like, all right. I mean, like, was it? Yeah, I got I got my robe clean, the one that you got me. I was just like, and I put oh, on my Ninja I, Brian. I just put on my headband. I'm like, she's like, you were already asleep. I'm like, this is tight. This is <laughs> that's my life, dude. Black Widow was good though. Yeah. Like I mean, it did so I, well in the office. I would give it. Hmm. Maybe an eight out of ten. Oh, here's the thing, though, with like the MCU movies, like before, like pre-COVID, I would literally go out on Thursday nights by myself and watch them, like in theaters. And then obviously with COVID, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna release Black Widow just in theaters," and then there was like they moved it. Okay, Disney Plus. Now, Disney was in theaters on this date, like, finally. And I, like, sat there and thought about it because um, I had a coworker whose kids are also, like, super interested. They were going to go. They went that Thursday night to go watch it. They like, Max, we're going to do what you did and watch on Thursday night. I was like, yeah, but you're going together. You should watch Solo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only true fans. No, I'm kidding. No. Okay. I just I just didn't have time to, like, coordinate with friends. Yeah. Because, like, before, like, our schedules were all super weird. I'm like, can you do this? Can you do this? I'm like, no, I'll just fucking go by myself. It's, it's a Marvel movie. It's not like it's a date night movie. Yeah. It's not strictly it's not strictly a date night movie. You are I'm just gonna hype it down for you. It's terrible. Don't watch it. It's terrible. Zero out of ten. Don't don't, don't watch, watch it. it. <laughs> just hyping it down. Lower well, expectations. So here's you... the thing. Whenever I watch those, I feel like I'm like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And then I'm sitting there marinating it. I'm like, is it because of the hype? And then I'm sitting there, like, you know, I was like, okay. I'm like seeing like, you know, and then I'm like thinking about it again. I'm like seeing flaws in it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it probably wasn't as good as I thought it was in theaters. I just got carried on the hype. And then there's people around me that are just as excited. Blah, there's blah, that blah. group experience, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to watch Black Widow at home. Like, I, whatever, I'll pay, I pay, I, I drop a $30. I'm going to watch it multiple times because I don't give a fuck. I like, you know, it's become, it's already on my list of comfort movies. So like, well, the entire like MCU library is part of my comfort movies and you know it's like i'm just gonna keep watching it anyway i think it's with the 30 dollars, and i get to enjoy it from the comfort of my own bed yeah that's hell. true I, <laughs> and i'm like that. sitting there i was like oh but it's okay ah, and there was nobody around me to be like yeah just from my perspective i i like loved that she got her own story yeah, I was begging for one. Because Q, Q hasn't watched it, so I'm, I'm trying to avoid as many spoilers as possible. Yeah, I'm not saying shit. The casting was good. I like the, I like the picks. Dave like Harper. A, what? 
Dave Harbour. A hopper? Hopper. Yeah, it was great. Uh, no, it was terrible. Like, oh, yeah, it was terrible. Don't watch Horrible. it. If you're, Anti-hype, you guys are watching Anti-Hype hype hype club. Squad. <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to on spot, the podcast on Spotify, it's, it's a- terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel has amazing casting with most characters. Well, they can also afford them. They have they have a great reputation. I mean, they they definitely with their first casting with RDJ. Even, even Blade when it was them. Oh shit! And they were yeah. almost mm-hmm. brand, Blade saved them and mm-hmm. RDJ and then yeah they they've knocked it they, out of the park. They lot. put their money on Iron Man and you know like most fans of the comics know that Iron Man wasn't you know a big like char- like Marvel character before it was just like oh it's Iron Man. Yeah, they they. Oh, I mean, because they, they sold they sold off practically all their A players: Spider Man to uh, Sony, X Men to, to Fox, Fantastic so, Four to whoever. Fantastic. Sony yeah, was it Sony as well? Sony, yeah. Okay, and then oh no, it was part of Fox because oh shit, yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah, and then they just had to make their B list players or <laughs> into like yeah. something amazing, and that I think that that shows a great example of like if you. As long as your stories are good, it has. As long as you can have actors that can execute the story well. But I don't even think it's like I don't even. think it's it's it's, it doesn't rely heavily on the actors too. No, because for example, Robert Pattinson and fantastic actor, shit story. Shit story in Twilight. Yeah. Shit movie. So so as long as because the backbone, as long as the story is good, because I think one of the things I loved Kevin Feige's philosophy with all this is it's not a superhero film with a story it's a it's a regular grounded film or sci-fi film whatever it is but it just so happens to involve to have, superheroes that's so yeah that it happens to involve that oh yeah with with robert pattinson if anybody ever wanted to question robert pattinson's acting abilities like as though he's batman now there's a movie i keep forgetting what it is i keep forgetting what it's called but there's a movie it's like a art art like art house movie with starring robert pattinson involving a freaking lighthouse oh my His, god that film I love that film. I've, I haven't seen it yet. So much. I definitely want to watch it. My that. friends and I watched it, and we were all uncomfortable. Not because of what, what we were seeing, but like his his acting made us uncomfortable, and it was supposed to. It yeah, was so it, fucking good. I was just like, The Lighthouse, shit. right? The Lighthouse. I mean, it was called The Lighthouse, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like involving The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. Yeah. I, I, like, listen, if you want to watch like a good like art house film, cue The Lighthouse with Robert Pattinson and... Yeah, that showed yeah. how how good. What was it? There's another. You haven't one seen where, that yet. Where he's like involved with some sort of drug dealer or something like that. Yeah, uh, I think I that was his first edgy movie after Twilight. He was trying to like. I know he did Water with Elephants, but that was like with like Reese Witherspoon or whatever, Water for Elephants or something like something about a circus. I didn't watch it mostly because it like involved Robert Pattinson, and I'm like, no, I have something in my eye. Good time. Yeah. <laughs> Good time. Yeah. I saw like cl- bits of that. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. He's really fucking good. Yeah. So yeah, good time. I think that's also on Netflix also. Is it? Oh, I, I, yeah, because I, I think I added it on my list. I'm definitely going to watch that tomorrow. Okay. I'll watch it in the background. <laughs> no, it's not a background movie. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, because there's so much. So much. I One thing I, I, I really want to watch is... What was it? The one with Orson Welles, I think? Citizen Kane. 
Citizen Kane. Oh, we never watched the whole thing for my for my anatomy of film class. We watched bits and pieces, like the whole like because oh, cause, there were just like key points of it. Yeah, because he was trying to they're trying to tell us about camera movement, blocking, mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and then they were showing like the, the amazing uh, uses of it. So, and I think Citizen Kane was also a one take, the whole thing. So definitely want to want to watch uh, watch that and Metropolis, which is also one of the the first first like sci-fi films mm-hmm. and you see so much inspiration of that like i see it even in the newer episodes of loki i want to space odyssey was my favorite yeah. my second favorite movie third oh, favorite watched, movie i haven't watched that one yet my first one being a clockwork orange oh yeah i gotta watch that second one. one being eternal sunshine of a spotless mind actually that was good that one that one I sent you that video with the force perspective, like with, you know, they didn't do any, they didn't do much in, in post. They literally just did force perspective, like with the museum of illusions bullshit. Oh yeah. That was like, yeah. I was like, Oh shit. Super smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Loki series is, it's terrible. Actually, It's terrible. Don't watch it. It has, it it, it does not set anything up for, for (laughs) yeah. The last episode. Oh yeah. We can watch that tomorrow. Oh, okay. Are you going to gonna stay up? Or are we going to watch it together after this? <laughs> we can watch it on my break tomorrow. I'm done. On my lunch break. <laughs> I'm done. Because I have a long lunch break. Uh, it's at nine, right? Your, my yeah, time. nine your time, yeah. Okay. Oh, I actually... Or you can't. No, no, no. I actually just remembered that I accepted a, a business call tomorrow morning because they were supposed to call earlier today. At what time? At nine. 11 a.m. Eastern time. So 8 a.m. for me. All right. Good morning. So, <laughs> and I also have a dental appointment at eleven, but and we should be fine, anyways. You have a, an appointment at eleven, but also a call at eleven. Eleven. Eleven a.m. Pacific time is my dental appointment. Eleven a.m. Eastern time is my <laughs> is my okay. business call. And then you wanted to watch a one hour ish episode of Loki. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's only what your lunch is around. 12 ish yeah. yeah and then assuming this business calls only like a 45 minute call which has been the average should be fine so that is it everyone i appreciate uh, you guys watching Hugh on twitch i appreciate you hope all the i appreciate all the questions you you threw at us and i hope the things we shared was super helpful in your journey in becoming a filmmaker and those of you guys listening and watching on spotify or on youtube or on apple podcasts and whatnot uh, if you guys like this make sure you hit like subscribe uh leave us a review on apple podcasts if you guys like it and uh yeah if if i i almost feel like i should leave like a, a survey thing like if uh, a q a thing a dedicated q a thing a q for, ho, hosted by q inspired by the great q we should start a q a <laughs> but okay but we might lose an audience number <laughs> I know. with that i appreciate you guys for watching and if anything have an amazing night day evening week month rest of the year decade and uh, life we'll see you guys in the next episode of awkward tea party we'll see you guys in the next one take care Bye. 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 Bye.